Welcome to Love Lighthouse Podcast. And this is today's broadcast. I am telling you the weather here is reflecting. In fact, the mood surrounding is reflecting the day of the Holy Innocence. You know, we came from such a great day um, with that healing that I went through, um, all the rest of it, and meeting so many amazing people. Um, but yeah, there was a day that allows us to reflect on these things and to also stand for the Holy Innocence. It's in the liturgical calendar, so it is one that was brought to us to do that, to to have a look into that. I didn't attend any of those Masses. I felt called in the Holy Spirit that those were not to be attended by myself. These various different Masses are being held in such a way, um, also probably for healing for people that have gone through these different things. Um, But I just feel like that is very important. But what's really important is to actually take the journey and the next steps into improving situations. It's not good enough to simply call it a day of the holy innocence, but to be practicing ways that are not life-giving like continuing on to push the vaccine, which is related to abortion in terms of how it was tested. Um, doing different things like that are not helping. Um, constantly making out that there's a sacrifice day after day is not healthy to give in terms of a message. Um, and this is true for, for example, there might be young men or just men in general out there that might just be looking at women as, well, that's a baby making machine or just there for their use in any other type of way. And then they can go to mass and get some sort of like, you know, sacrifice, um, you know, offer a sacrifice and get away with it or, you know, um, state it in one of these rooms where they confess and then that's it. No, it is not it. The reality is that's leading people into hell by suggesting or even suggesting that that is possible. It's not possible to continue to have sacrifice after sacrifice or if you're doing something on purpose. And the reason that I'm saying this is because there needs to be protection of all people of all souls, as far as is possible. And so it's for everybody's good to be stating this reality and fact. Um, the children, obviously, women, yes, and men, these men that are doing these are pushing these things and that think they can just turn up to, to confession or something and that that will absolve it. It doesn't. Because if you're doing it on purpose, there isn't any sacrifice for those types of sins. It's only for people that have done something that haven't realised mentally 
but they haven't had the capacity at that stage to understand what they've done and then eventually later on their capacity grows and then they realise later. That's where God can forgive sins because it's not actually, it looks like a sin, but it's not really a sin because you didn't do it on purpose. But if people are being encouraged to go to confession as in for sins that they are committing on purpose, this is not the way forward. It is not the solution by any means. And so it's almost hypocritical, especially with a a layer of the church that are actively promoting the vaccine. It's becoming extremely hypocritical and a sin in and of itself to then have a feast day and celebrate it called the Holy Innocence. It makes no sense. We're going to move on from there because it is such an important situation. We have to be honest. We can't just lead everybody to hell. We have to be truthful. And we can't have this, you know, a church open any longer. Celebrating such feast days and on the one hand and on the other, making out it's okay to do these things and pushing that vaccine. That is evil. There's no glory to God in that. What are you doing? I don't advocate that behaviour. What are you doing? There's something far wrong, not just spiritually, but psychologically, if people are doing that. That's really, really got to stop. Hard to believe it's even happening in life. With that being said, as I say, we're going to move on with today's broadcast. Then the band and the captain and officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him. It's the same thing as with these Herodian acts. It's evil. It was evil that Christ was bound and taken. He didn't do anything wrong. He was a holy, innocent Despite the fact that this was his outcome that he knew that he was going to have, it doesn't make it any more right for those that took part and put him in that situation in the first place in any way, shape or form. And there's one thing that we need to recognise here. It's like everything should be flipped. There's no way that he should have been bound and taken. He was innocent. And there's no way that this should be in this order either. It needs to be flipped. If you want to know the right way, it's flipped. 12 on the other page from St John 
chapters 18 and 19. This is 19 now. And from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. This is the important point to make out. Whosoever maketh someone else a king who carries out and pushes and encourages and drives forward such Herodian and horrible acts against the innocents, they make themselves not a friend to say the least and in fact an enemy to God. They have become in a pact with Satan if they behave in such a way is to give allegiance to someone who is encouraging something that harms the innocents. Now we know there are many people out there, for example, with regards to even the being have not had a clue that that's even part of it. There's other people that have tried to make themselves and make others believe that despite the fact that they've seen the evidence, that that's not really the case. Both a result of confounding the latter one, very evil. And I get this message from God in the Holy Spirit from Galatians chapter 5 verse 12. I would they were even cut off which trouble you. Mm. And the other one when we look over at 12 from chapter 6. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. So, many people as well that have brought children in that shouldn't but have brought them in through reasons of the flesh still even make a fair show and that isn't anything good. Like, oh, we're married. Even when they're not really like on a level with that person or not meant to be with that person but that's not really what I'm talking about here there will be other people even in the pro-life movement as well making a fair show life begins at conception and they're pushing this idea and they know they're of the flesh because even for anyone to imagine conceiving 
for that to come through in the spirit and start to be a concept is a conception. That is where conception begins. And there are other people that probably go even further than that, that state that they care about this, state that they care about the holy innocence like the church yesterday, but yet on the other hand are pushing practices that are completely contradictory to that. And that is not helping anyone. It doesn't help anyone. 